Boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred over here on the last day at the Urban Nerd Con 2022. This is the last day, and we have a very skilled, very special guest in the building. I'm still waking up, so y'all gotta forgive me. But we have a very special guest in the building. We're gonna let this brother right here let him let him introduce himself the way he wanna be introduced, and we're gonna go ahead and take it away. Good sir, it's all on you. Introduce yourself and let the good people know who you are. Hi, I'm uh, Glenn Paris. I'm a uh, science fiction uh, writer, uh, but I also write uh, uh, medical mysteries. I write vampire lore. Uh, I write historical fiction, uh, and I write some paranormal. Okay. Oh, so you in, so you really into the horror? Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so you said medical. Yeah. So um, by it's... training, I'm a rheumatologist. Oh wow. Yeah, I trained at Emory. Went to med school in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Uh, had to get out of the cold. You know, they, <laughs> they get three feet of snow. Overnight, okay. Oh yeah, you good on that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> the, the thrill is gone after once. <laughs> oh man. So how long? How long you living up there in Buffalo, New York? Four years. Four years. Yeah. Ooh. So you had to. You say you got done with it, huh? Oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. So awesome. And so, what got you into the novel writing field? The well, you know, I'm a I'm a blurred from way back. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I was in. Um, gifted classes from elementary school. Uh-huh. I went to the Bronx High School of Science, which is a magnet school in Manhattan. On, I'm sorry, in the Bronx, in New okay. York. Uh, and um, uh, you know, I've, I've always had that, you know, kind of nerdy thing. Never thought I was um, going to do anything as far as um, composition uh, or uh, writing, or creative writing, or poetry, or anything like that. Um, and I went through uh, the uh, the sciences, the mathematics, uh, through high school, college, medical school, training. And it wasn't until I was in my last year of training okay. as a specialist that um, I took a little job where I was sort of babysitting a small hospital. And they had nothing entertaining. Uh, they had PBS and no other channels. Uh, they had a library, which was locked. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, if you didn't bring something to read, you were stuck. Okay. And what I began doing is I, you know, borrowed a uh, yellow tablet from the nurse's station, and I started writing. And, you know, I started writing ideas and fleshing them out. And then I began coming up with characters. And, uh, you know, I, I love film. I love um, film. I love television. I love series, I love television movies, you know, I was always, you know, enamored of those things, and I started casting my stories. So I came up with characters, and then started putting actors or people that I knew in the roles of the characters. Right. And that helped me tremendously. Okay. You know? So uh, what I found was, as I did that, all the characters stayed true. They stayed on track, they didn't wander, you know, and, and everything that they did was in character. And it, it allowed me to, you know, do the, the typical things, a beginning, middle, and end. Um, and everything made sense. You know, they didn't do anything that was like, man, that doesn't make any sense. But people throw the book down. That kind of, so I, I, I found that I could avoid doing that. I had to learn a lot about writing. Uh, but um, as far as telling a story, I kind of got the hang of that. Okay. Um, and I put out my first book 
1996. I self-published. Um, it did okay. Uh, I sold about 1,500 copies. Um, and, um, you know, we started to, to you know, almost hit the right spot. And then my career got in the way. I had two children. I had to feed them, <laughs> you know. So um, I, got, I just started meeting the right people when that happened. Right. So hiatus until about 2010. You know, some you know, 15 years later, 15, 20 years later, um, I began writing again, and this time I wrote in the genre of medical thrillers. Mm. And um, that's different. That's very different. Um, but it was interesting. The process of writing and casting my characters was still the same. Okay. And I found that you know I had almost had a formula, so I began to, to um, expand into short stories, and I wrote. Uh, short stories about vampires. I wrote um, long fiction about uh, murder mystery. I wrote about, um, I did a, uh, uh, writing a historical novel. I'm not finished with it yet, but I bounced back and forth between uh, projects. Okay. So now what I'm uh, actually looking at is beginning to adapt some of my um, intellectual property into scripts. And I want to start uh, doing some films on some of these things. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. And you're based out of Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia, Atlanta, right? Atlanta, Georgia. Right, okay, right. okay. So I'm, I'm just because you just left a pound about filmmaking, right? Uh-huh. And so, so what makes you want to so what makes you want to do filmmaking? Well, I want people to see what's in my head. Okay. And writing um, in prose allows me to elaborate in, in different ways, and I'm getting better and better right. at describing things. But there's nothing like showing people exactly what's going on in your head and um, you know I've so far I've done two small films um, one is a, um, a a book trailer for the renaissance of aspirin okay uh, and that's my uh, thriller um, and uh, it starred my daughter and she did very well <laughs> of course she will never admit it uh-huh. you know and, and she never tells anybody she did it but she actually did a very good job on that the renaissance of aspirin book uh, trailer uh, you can see that on uh, YouTube but um, it, the, the process was really eye-opening to me. Mm. You know, you watch television and, and you see, uh, you know, someone, um, you know, really bombing on uh, making a film, you know, take 23 kind of thing because they keep screwing it up. And, that, and I found that that's really not what, why you have all those different takes. You have different takes to get different views of the same scene. Right. And it was, it was really cool to, to learn that. Uh, but I also learned how much hard oh. work it was to, to do a film, um, you know, we did just a, a, a you know four minute film, and it took us seven hours to shoot it, you know. And uh, I just found it really fascinating that it took that long, and it gave me a tremendous respect for actors who work those long, long hours, right? You know, grinding through the same scenes, uh, trying to get things right, making mistakes, coming over those, getting over those mistakes, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and it also uh, gave me an appreciation for directing. I didn't direct the, the short films. I sort of produced them. I didn't direct them. Mm-hmm. But as I looked at them afterwards, it was, you know, if I were directing it, I would have had him turn two seconds later or, you know, I'd have held the shot just a little bit longer. And I'm, I'm beginning to get a, a flavor for those kinds of um, uh, needs and decisions. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So at the beginning of your child, so what brought you, what, 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 how did you know that you were, you know, you was different, you was a nerd? Well, they told me so when I was, <laughs> since I was in third grade, you know, okay. just, you know, I, I um, 
you know, I read Scientific American, I read National Geographic, you know, um, I read the encyclopedia over and over again. Wow. I read comic books, graduated to science fiction. Um, and when I got into high school, I was surrounded by everybody who did the same thing. Um, awesome. And, you know, just so you know, you know, my, my high school uh, hails a lot of um, people who are in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Samuel R. Delaney, you know, one of the first uh, black science fiction writers that we recognize. Yes. Um, John Favreau, who wrote um, Iron Man and directed the Iron Man series and The Mandalorian. Um, John Cryer from uh, Two and a Half Men. Uh, and, of course, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, uh, the astronomer. So, oh, wow. so, you know, that's my high school. Okay. So, um, but, you know, coming from a medical background, you know, there's, there's a lot of expertise that sort of comes with me when it comes to doing things like science fiction, because I know a lot of the science mm-hmm. and, and that, what, that, that, that which I do not know, I know somebody who does. So I can make a phone call, I can stop into somebody's lab, I can stop by someone's office, I can make a phone call, and they'll pick up my call. Uh, And that's an advantage that a lot of people don't have. I know who to ask these things. So that's that's another uh, huge benefit. Okay. Awesome. Awesome, man. So, sir, thank you for doing this interview. I really do appreciate it. And... If you would, tell the people where they can find some of your awesome okay. novels there. Right. Please. Well, well my, uh, the novel that I'm um, pushing right now, uh, fresh off the press, is uh, Dragon's Heir, the Iflu uh, Legacy. Uh, the dinosaurs didn't die out. They just left. My story is the story of a dinosaurian archaeologist who looks very much like all of us, okay. uh, who comes back on a scientific mission expecting to see a desert earth and then finds that the, the earth is infested with mammals that have evolved to look like her people. Oh, wow. An irresistible mem- uh, mystery for an archaeologist. Okay. Right? But the mission commander, her love interest, wants to stay on target. They're fighting a cosmic pandemic. They just need a little DNA sample from algae, get it back home, save everybody. But everybody gets distracted with what has happened in the ensuing 65 million years since they left. What they're seeing could not have happened. And everybody is just, you know, uh, just enthralled with what has happened to Earth in 65 million years. Oh, wow. So it's a really interesting story. Okay. Um, our, uh, our heroine is not a damsel in distress, and uh, she comes up against cyborg bears, dire wolves, um, machine guns, and everything. Uh, and she finds her way through. So she's a hell of a heroine. Oh, that is awesome. Man, y'all heard it. Please follow this brother right here, sir. At this time, i got two things I need you to do for me. To the people that's listening right now, give them some words of encouragement or uh, motivation to, to you know, get them off to, to do stuff like right. what you're doing. Okay. Storytelling is in our DNA. Mm. Everybody from everywhere. You need to hone your technique and how to tell it. It is. Okay? And you can tell it in any medium. You can tell it the cheapest way is with, an, with a pencil and a right. piece of paper. Cheapest way is with your finger and a, and a pile of sand, but but that's not going to last. <laughs> but but you can record it, you know. Uh, you can act it out. You can read it. You can uh, do it on film. You can animate. Uh, you can do live action. But all of these things are storytelling, and all of us have the talent to do it. Um, and it's just a matter of getting the resources together. What you see around you here at BlurredCon is is um, is uh, uh, critical mass. Right? We've got people who are filmmakers, directors, actors, 
um, writers, comic book creators, illustrators, artists. You know, they're all here. All the ingredients that you need are here. Right. All right? And it's just a matter of getting your team together and getting a little bit of following. And each one, teach one, everyone reach down and help somebody who needs help. You know, pay it forward. There it is. I like that. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. And at this time, if you have any social platforms where people can follow you and all your great novels, tell them where they can follow okay. you on all social platforms. All right. Well, my name is Glenn, spelled G-L-E-N-N. Paris, spelled P-A-R-R-I-S. It's double N, double R, because I am double trouble. All right? So it's glennparis.com, and all of my social media is on there. Uh, I will be starting up a, a newsletter called The Children of Dragon for those who follow uh, uh, Dragon's Air. Okay. And, and um, like the uh, technology, like the characters, uh, who I think are really cool. And I think that, um, you know, any African-American, as they read it, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get hit with that flavor. Right. You know, that's, that is all us and that has been missing from a lot of science fiction over the years. That is awesome, sir. Thank you for doing this awesome interview. I hope I was a good host. Oh, man. On a scale of 1 to 10. No. 10 being the highest. How how was I? You were 9.99. Okay. We rounded up. That's 10 still. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, thank you. This was awesome. And people out there that are listening, thank you for tuning in. Like Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. It was awesome. We're hopefully going to do this again one day. All right. Well, I'll be here next year for... uh, uh, Urban uh, uh, Blurred Con. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy, SKIP.88, here from Blurred Over, brought to you another Being a Blur at the Urban Nerd Con in Montgomery, Alabama. WTW, what's the word said with me? U N I T Y. What does that spell? Unity. And this is how we're going to make it to life together. Y'all stay tuned for the next interview, and we out. Yeah.